WATD presents The People's Truth, a show dedicated to bringing communities together and keeping the truth alive. Join us each week as we shine the light of justice on topics, people, and local businesses that highlight the real people's truth. Here is your host, Benny Rabbi. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, your buddy Benny Rabbi here with you, alongside, as always, Jay. Welcome back, buddy. Always a pleasure to be here with you. Always, always, always a pleasure to be here. Ah, uh, yes. You are listening to 95.9 FM WATD, The People's Truth, and we have a special episode tonight. We are really going to be talking about some truth tonight, Jay, and uh, we're going to be joined a little bit later on in the program, uh, probably about 10 minutes or so, uh, by uh, someone who had a good deed happen to them, and they were going to share that story, and well, that just got Benny to thinking, you know, we got to hear about this. This is good. So tonight, we are honoring businesses that have done right by their customers, done right by their communities and the people that they serve. And we all have our favorite locals. Doesn't matter who, what, when, why, or where you are, you know where your favorite place is. And you know it's your favorite for a reason. Jay, I bet you're thinking of at least six or seven of your favorite places in each individual town that you frequent. I know it. Oh, yes. I've got my uh, my local haunts that I love to frequent. They're good to me. I'm good to them. And yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And you know what? Especially those good deeds, because the world is so filled with everything else. We need all the positivity we can get. And uh, I'm not willing to look the other way on it. And I don't think Jay is either. No. No, I'm not. He's not okay with it, folks. Not okay with that. But what he is okay with is honoring those people and really giving those shout-outs. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But yes, if you would like to call in and share a story shortly enough, 781 837 4900 is the studio line. We will take calls tonight, as always, on The People's Truth, because this really is by the people and for the people, hosted by people that care about other people. We want to hear from you people out there, so you call in at 781-837-4900. There was a Lysol bottle in my way, Ben. That's how clean it is. see the... uh the phone number here. That's, That's right. right. We take cleanliness very important here at 959-WATD. <laughs> so very much so that I'd rather you see that Lysol, Jay, and be comforted <laughs> that that studio is squeaky clean. But we do want to hear from you guys. If you do want to showcase uh, business or anything out there that has maybe taken a uh, step above and beyond what they had to to help you out, we want to hear about it. We want you to at, you know give these guys a plug. Shout them out. That's right. Were they good to you? Well, we want to know about it. That's Shout right. Shout it out loud. One up, one all. Jay, how is your week, man? Because we only get to do this every Monday night, and I feel like a lot happens in the span of a week, and I, I just feel like the world is just flying around here, and we are just hanging on for the ride, all of us collectively. You know, so much does happen, and then, you know, so much of it is the same. You work, you come home, you do some stuff with the kids, you go to bed, you start it all over again. I had a pretty good week, though, Ben. It was it was nice. The weather's getting better. I work outside. This uh, 
broadcasting for me, Ben, is just a, a hobby, uh, something I like to do. I actually work construction for uh, my my main gig. So right, right. I'm outside. It's nice when the weather uh, starts to turn like that. It's been a little better out there. But yeah, other than that, uh, I took the kids to Boston this weekend. Ooh. We went to the Museum of Fine Arts. Had a lot of fun. My six-year-old, she had a good time. My three-year-old... Uh, eh, not so much. Paintings don't really do it for him, you know? Right, right. Can't understand the finer <laughs> points of uh, history. Do you want to hear something really bad, Ben? Uh, yes. <laughs> so, Buckle up, kids. Take notes. <laughs> so my daughter... Um, was looking at something at the museum. I can't even remember what. Oh, uh, uh, did you get spoken to on her behalf? <laughs> no, there was no speaking to. Okay. <laughs> but th- she wanted to, like, see something, and she kind of got a little too close to it. There was, like, a raised platform that was on. She steps on the raised platform, okay. and a freaking alarm starts going off. What? So I grab her, and, you know, I pull her off the thing. The alarm goes off, and I'm looking all around like, you know, now I'm thinking the, the MFA security is about to swarm me right now. Right, you are just I'm going down everything. and getting tased. Right, right. <laughs> Save the child, spare so, her. So, so nothing happened. The alarm goes off, and I guess that's just enough of a deterrent. You know, now you're just so embarrassed that you have to get out of that room. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a natural deterrent, isn't it? And I'm, you know, I'm trying. I'm looking at my daughter, like, come on, you can't be doing this. This is ridiculous. Two minutes later, Ben, I'm pointing something out to my daughter in a painting, and apparently my fingers got too close to the painting, <laughs> and I set off another alarm. Oh, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jay, trying to appreciate art. Look at you now. Now, I have no credibility yelling at my daughter oh, because geez. we've both done it. My wife is ready to abandon us. I mean, just she's trying to get out of there as fast as you can because she just wants, she's so embarrassed. But yeah, uh, so just be careful out there. You're trying to do the right thing as a dad and they just completely backfire on you. So that was that. That was my uh, fun little weekend. I won't be doing that again. Um, no, you don't like alarms and just random noises? Ben, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I can believe it. I mean, I can believe it. I've been to the museum uh, uh, many, many, many times. I've never, ever heard an alarm go off. Well, and, and I mean... I set off two of them. They certainly learned that uh, people <laughs> respond quickly to uh, very loud noises, I guess. I, I mean, that's, I feel like that's kind of mean, though. I mean, because if some people go there to enjoy it and that happens, like, you know, then what? I really didn't think I was, like, all that close to it. I just wanted to point out something on a painting. I was like, hey, you know, to my daughter, like, do, do you notice this right here? And beep, beep, beep. <laughs> oh, can't have that. Can't have that. Well, uh, we are coming up on uh, already, we're already 10 minutes into the show, Jay. Can you believe just how fast the time flies? <sighs> We're going to be taking a commercial break, uh, just a few more minutes, and then we'll have our guest join us. So that'll be wonderful. But, Jay, uh, we're, like I said, we're, we're going to repeat it one more time, just in case you're just joining the program now. You're listening to The People's Truth on WATD 95.9 FM. Thank you so much, as always. Benny Rabbi here with Jay, and we are talking about businesses that have done good deeds and are doing well by the people that they serve, and in the best, best of possible ways, honestly. Uh, uh, Joe, give me one of your favorites now in your, your hometown of Situate. Oh, boy. You know, um, one of my favorite places to go out to eat is the uh, Mill Wharf restaurant in Situate. Very nice. Is, uh, a staple of the community. It's been around forever. My wife worked there um, 
believe, starting in high school, and then every time she was home from college, she was uh, over there working. Great place to eat, right on the water. Can't beat it. Right, right. Awesome spot. That's a good spot to be. Yeah. You know, that's a really good spot to be. Um, How about you, Ben? There are so many. You know what I'm realizing, too, because I've been, you know, trapped in the uh, the bubble here. I only get out of the radius every so often. <laughs> this is true. It's very true. Uh, I was actually... Doesn't Ed Perry chain you to the radiator at night? No, no, no. We're, yeah, we have a level of trust now. Oh. Yeah, we, so we don't do that anymore, thank, <laughs> thankfully. The old troll, you know, it does what he does sometimes. It's all good. Your, he, sto- your, Stockho- your the Stockholm well. Syndrome keeps you here now? Yeah, yeah, something like that. No. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Contrary to the popular belief... <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, let's see. One of my favorite places. You know what? I actually found myself, Jay, in the situation the other day. I wanted a sub-galley sub, and as we know, that ain't happening no time soon. No. It's uh, something else now, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's under construction still or, or whatever's going on there, but it it, it ain't sub-galley. Yeah. It's been a few years now, and it was reminded me recently, and I just I didn't realize that it had been that long already. Jeez. Yep, one of so. my one of my favorite things to do when driving around with my wife is driving her crazy by playing my favorite game, What Things Used to Be. <laughs> Jay, I think that's how you know we're getting to be adults now. <laughs> that's basically how that is. Yep. I, we either worked there, know someone who worked there, built it ourselves, <laughs> or we just know something about it. But either way, everything's got a story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me, oh my, oh my, oh me. Well, that's just in our little neck of the woods. But, folks, we uh, we will have some open lines, like I said, in the show here, 781-837-4900. And if you're joining us on the online stream, I want to say thank you kindly. And if you're listening on radio, about to get home and wondering, how can I continue to hear this? I'm not in the car anymore. Well, we are streaming on Alexa, TuneIn Radio, and just about anywhere else. So. Just give it a whirl and say, hey, Alexa, give me WATD 95.9 FM. Or you can just go to our website, Jay, 959WATD.com. I like to give my Alexa compliments, you know, so that when the robot revolution happens, they'll maybe take pity on me. That's a good idea. You know, it's always good to be good to your electronics and, and good to the things that are good to you. Alexa, you look great. Please tell me what shampoo you're using and put on WATD. I love it. And uh, what, are the, what is the response to that, Jay? Oh, you. Oh, you. Oh, uh, Jay. I bet you say that to all the automated computer speakers. And then the meatloaf song busts on and everybody starts jamming away and having a good time. Well, Jay, it is coming up on that first time. We're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to have our guest with us talking about businesses doing the right thing. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to If You Couldn't Guess. WATD, the people's truth. Are you a veteran or about to become one? Do you have a family member or a friend who is a veteran? I'm Greg Brasso, host of Veterans Voice Radio here in 95.9 WATD. The show is dedicated to helping veterans and active members of the military learn about and apply for benefits and programs they have qualified for and certainly earned. Brought to you in part by U.S. Family Health Plan, Brennan's Smoke Shop, and Sullivan Tire. Join Veterans Voice Radio this Thursday from 7 to 8 here at 95.9 WATD. And we are back. WATD, Benny Rabbi here with you, along with my trusty sidekick, Jay. 
Always a pleasure to be here with you. And we are now joined on the line by a local mother who had a wonderful deed happen to her. And I wanted to bring her on air tonight to share that story because, quite frankly, as we said just a moment off air, it was heartwarming and the positivity that came off of it was just so contagious. And I am all about it right now. So I'd like to bring on to the show now Miss Amanda Salazar. Welcome to the program. Oh, are we? Are you there? How about now? Hello. Hey, there we go. I'm not sure what happened there. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Amanda, welcome on to the People's Truth here on WATD. How are you tonight? Great. How are you guys? Thank you for having me. Very welcome. Always a pleasure. So, as we were saying, you were a local mom. You had your family with you. You were with everyone. And you guys went down to a local KFC, a franchise spot, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, that's right. And uh, why don't you go ahead and, in your own words, just tell the tell the folks around New England what happened. So on Saturday night, it was around, I believe, eight thirty. My son was asking for a KFC chicken bucket, and I knew that he doesn't really actually want the whole entire bucket filled because that feeds way more than one person. So I said, "What can I do to try to get them to understand?" what he'd like to eat. So I had a plan in my head and I drove in the drive-through and there were a lot of cars in front of me and behind me and I felt a little bit bad that maybe I would put everybody in a position where they needed to wait a little longer for their food. And uh, I asked them at the drive-through, I let them know right away that my son, he has autism and I put in a special request for three chicken tenders and fries. And I asked instead of the rectangle bucket, could they put it in the big uh, family size bucket? And I said, I'll pay extra, I'll do anything. And they said, oh no, don't worry, we can do that for you. And my son was so excited because he could hear that on the speaker. So I drove forward. And the girl was so nice. I didn't get her name, unfortunately. But she said, here you are. Anytime you need anything else, you can come back and we'll be happy to help you with it. And I opened up the bag when we drove away. And I saw that they even put, like, a makeshift separator in between the fries and the chicken as if they knew that he didn't like for the things to touch. And that meant a lot to me. My son was so happy. Absolutely. The look on his face, I, my eyes filled with tears. Just something small like that means a lot to my family, and I really want them to know that we're so thankful for just something so small. Of course. That is beautiful, by the way. I mean, and you didn't, I mean, they took it upon themselves. They definitely didn't have to take it as far as they did. Right. And the following day, I went back Sunday. And they let me know that they were actually short-staffed that night, and they were afraid that somebody was actually going to call in and complain. And the general manager, she was there also, and she was telling me, people are very quick to call and complain about something, but not too many people recognize us for doing something good. And I said, well, I'm definitely the person that wants to 
show that I appreciate your hard work, especially with COVID going on, too. That can make things even more difficult. Absolutely. Totally. And uh, Amanda, I I feel your pain there. Uh, Like you said, the drive-through being so busy like that, um, you do feel guilty sometimes. You just kind of want to give the standard order and be on your way and not be a burden to anybody. But you're right. It's just such a cool little thing like that. And um, it really can just make your day. Like, it's something so simple and so easy. And uh, it's that's awesome. Hearing your story was just really... Uh, I mean, I was speechless there for a second. It's just such a nice thing to do. And it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I... I said, I need to share this with everybody because there's a lot of negative negativity in the world and this would bring a smile to everyone's faces. I know it brought a smile to mine. And I wanted to mention that usually I try to go through a drive through somewhere because I can't always bring my son into a place because it can be a trigger for him. So for them to take that extra time while I was in the drive through I appreciate that even more because, you know, with a hard order, you would think somebody would go inside because I always say, oh, I should go inside, I should go inside, but I wasn't able to that night, so that was even nicer for them to do that. Absolutely. And uh, we want to give them full credit. So this was the KFC over in Weymouth, correct, Uh, right off of Route 18? Right. I believe that's Washington Street. Yep, I believe you are completely correct on that. So that's awesome. Now, uh, uh, obviously, you must be from the area, a little bit of history there, if that's where you're heading, correct? Yes, uh, I grew up in Weymouth, and I graduated from Weymouth High School, and I lived there until I was about uh, maybe 25. I'm 28 now, yes. So I moved to Fall River uh, three years ago, but I still go to Weymouth at least once a week because I still have family there. And I would take the trip to that KFC, even though it's an hour away, I'd go anytime. Definitely. It's worth it. And of course you come back to Weymouth because you got wildcat fever, right? (laughs) I loved Weymouth high school. (laughs) I really, I really did. I got my hairdressing license through there too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, vocational school. So that was very good, too. Excellent. Excellent. Definitely a a great service to the community, and I'm glad to hear that. I'm sure they're glad to hear that, too. And uh, like I said, we want to just make sure everyone understands here. So tonight's show is themed around businesses that are going above and beyond and helping people for no other reason than it was just the right thing to do. They had the opportunity to do something good, and they delivered, and they did. You know, and uh, Amanda, you said you, your son is on the spectrum. So, I mean, we all understand the challenges that come along with that. And it is certainly uh, the word easy does not come up very often. That's right. Yes, every day is a challenge. You never know what the day is going to bring. There can be good times and bad times during the day. But that was definitely a good time Saturday night. Oh, absolutely. And I uh, also want to give credit online. So uh, you and I were able to connect on this uh, through one of the Facebook sites. Was it the Weymouth Foodies Group? That's right. And then I also shared it on everything Weymouth as well. There afterwards. it is. There it is. You know, and they say that uh, the Internet only gives us negative things, right? <laughs> there is a lot, but you can also see a lot of nice things, too, which is great. 
Oh, that is so true. That is so true. And uh, thank you for posting it when you did. I mean, I know uh, everyone has a different view on uh, the, the different moments to post and what life moments to share, but that uh, was definitely a good one. And I want to give a shout-out to the uh, the parent company of that KFC as well because that is a independently private-owned franchise, and the parent company is DE Foods, Inc., also located right in our backyard here in Hanover. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, go Hawks, right? <laughs> I'll take your word for that. He's going to take my word for it, Amanda. That's wonderful. Uh, so we, we want to hear from other folks, too. We want to share in the conversation. 781-837-4900. Please give us a call in and share your story. There's so many other businesses. And, Amanda, I'm sure you've experienced this kind of kindness in other places as well. Uh, I have, yes. I definitely have, and there have been some negative times, unfortunately. Mm. But, you know, I think that some people aren't aware of uh, children and even adults with special needs. Sometimes they don't understand. And I try to be understanding for them, but, you know, I don't know how much they know either. So you just try to be fair with each situation. That's how I look at it. Super true. And, uh, you know, full disclosure, I actually used to work, uh, even, it was about 10 years ago at this time, I used to be a counselor for a, a residential group home facility that assisted adults with disabilities. And it was things exactly like that. Uh, someone who is both uh, deaf and hard of vision and just about everything else, you know, still has a quality of life. And they deserve to be able to still go to the grocery store and purchase whatever it is that they'd like to purchase. And sometimes when you're out and about and other people aren't aware, sometimes things happen and you just kind of have to hope that uh, sometimes people will just give you the, the, the leeway that you need. That's right. Yep, absolutely. Uh, tell you what, Amanda, uh, would you like to stay with us for a little bit longer or do you got to get going? Uh, I can stay a little longer. So far, everything's okay on, on my end with Mateo. Oh, I'd wonderful. be glad to stay. Excellent. We're going to step aside, just take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. And like we said, on the other side of this break, folks, if you'd like to call in, weigh in and share a story from maybe a business that is done right by you, open lines 781-837-4900. And we are going to be right back on WATD Go Nowhere. Welcome back, WATD. And uh, almost famous on Tuesday nights. Good job, Benny, pushing the right buttons, making the nice things happen. Jay, I saw you light up and said, wait a minute, that's not Monday nights. But that's okay. WATD, you're listening to The People's Truth here. We are still joined by a local Weymouth mom, now residing in Fall River, Amanda Salazar, still with us. Welcome back to the program. Thank you very much. Very welcome, as always. And we were talking a little bit during our break, and uh, you brought up an interesting uh, topic. Now, everybody has a different way of eating. We all know that. Jay, I know you got your specific way. You like to use the, uh, the fork and spoon method. I like to eat when no one is watching because it's embarrassing. There it is. That's it, and that's Jay's way. So uh, you, know, uh, you, you were saying that uh, your son, Mateo, has a specific way that he likes to order. Yes. So yes. Tell us all it's, about it. It's different at every different restaurant too. It's it's really cool actually. I it sometimes can be 
a little challenging because he will change the way he orders each week, but it is the same item. So, for example, if we go to McDonald's, he will request that I say what he wants. So he'll tell me he wants a four-piece chicken nugget, and then he says a medium Sprite, and then he says a medium burger, even though it's not actually like a size like that. He'll say it anyways, and he doesn't even eat the burger. He just wants me to order it. So I sometimes have to say at the speaker, I want, and I tell them what he does want, and then I tell them, but I'm going to tell you a few more things, but I'm not going to actually add that to the order. And sometimes I can tell that people are like, what's going on? But I have to do that because if I don't, unfortunately, he'll start hitting his head into his car seat. Oh, yeah, we don't don't want that. Yes. And then one night when I was in Weymouth visiting my mother-in-law, we had to drive around to a few different Dunkin' Donuts because Mateo will only eat a strawberry frosted donut if it has rainbow sprinkles on it. It can't have any other type of sprinkles like they have for uh, the holidays, such as Valentine's Day, they put the little hearts, or Easter, they put mm, uh, different, yeah, yellow and purple. Yeah, it has to be rainbow, so I have to ask them ahead of time if they have that, and if they don't, I have to drive to another one. Ugh. And one one night I had to drive, maybe it was about five or six different ones until I found <laughs> one that was perfect for him. And then he eats the whole thing, which is great. Amanda, I have been in that exact same boat. Those, really? <laughs> those freaking holiday sprinkles on the donuts have gotten me too. Like a, <laughs> I, my, I have a daughter. It was like a full-on... A hissy fit blowout because it wasn't the freaking rainbow sprinkles it was those holiday ones they're like yeah. the like, kids know what they want I'm like it's <laughs> it's all sugar it's all just sugar it's all sugar <laughs> all it's sugar. about the presentation <laughs> yes so yes I feel your pain on that <laughs> oh my goodness I know th- I, we all have been there no doubt about it. I didn't realize that sprinkles could be such a uh, a detrimental thing to, to one's individual self. So, I mean, that's very enlightening for sure. You'd be amazed at what kids can uh, make a big deal out of, Ben. Well, absolutely. I mean, they're they're just little adults. They're just still learning how to handle their emotions and whatnot. And it's a, it, it is a lifelong process, as we all know, especially anyone that has the joy of raising children, as you two do. That's right. That's awesome. So, uh, what other places does uh, does your son prefer to get food from? I mean, uh, there's got to be some particular favorites over another. So, right now, we're on KFC, McDonald's, and Domino's Pizza. Ooh. And the thing is, he doesn't eat the whole slice of pizza. He'll only eat the crust. I feel- and <laughs> I... He used to eat everything, but, you know, as uh, the autism really started showing when he was about two years old, his appetite and his uh, variety of foods has started to decrease. 
but those are the big ones right now. Really? So it, it's a real struggle to try to find something that he'll actually eat. And I'm sure it's one of those cases where sometimes he doesn't even know what he wants. Right. That that also happens. And he loves Coca-Cola and Pepsi, the logo. And when we go somewhere, I either have to order that or Sprite. It depends. He changes every, every day. I can relate to that, though. I mean... I'm if, if if we go out and get say uh, say Chinese takeout, I, I prefer a Sprite, you know, say to say to something else. But I, I mean, I can understand a little bit to that, and uh, it, it it is a struggle, it, it, and it is real, it is real. Yeah. Uh, Jay, I would like to know a similar experience for you, and how uh, how has it just kind of evolved over time? And did it start off similarly enough where it was just? I mean, yeah, my. I have uh, kids with a very fickled palate. They're uh, picky eaters. And it really is just uh, patience, uh, I think is the best way to put it. Uh, just trying to figure out what they're going to eat, what uh, is good for them, and you hope for the best. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and you just can't beat yourself up about it. I think that's a big important lesson that I've kind of learned. You know, they're not going to starve to death. They're going to eat. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> as long as they're eating something, right, Amanda? That's what I say. You know, I wish he would eat something a little more healthier, but the circumstances right now, just getting him to eat it all is is a win for me. Exactly. Some days it's just there's some calories going in. I don't know about carbs or proteins or anything like that, but there's some calories going in and... That's a win sometimes. Solid yeah. W. Solid W. <laughs> now, uh, how, how is he old enough to be in school now and dealing with school lunches, or is that something that's come up for you yet? Uh, Mateo's four, and he is enrolled in an ASD program of preschool in the Fall River Public Schools. And uh, they were offering breakfast when we were in person last year. Right now, he's doing complete remote learning at home. Uh, they were doing breakfast, and they offer it to him. When he was there, they would offer it, and uh, he didn't want to eat it, but he did look at it, and he did say no. But at least he was around, like, different food, but he would not eat it, unfortunately. I would pack everything that he liked, so for breakfast, He'll only eat life cereal dry, so he would always eat that at school. Yeah. I mean, hey, at least it's easy to pack, and you can give him plenty of it. Yes, that's right. And he's still eating it now here at home for uh, school. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's his favorite. One big favorite is the life cereal, for sure. Oh, absolutely. And, and since we are, we're on that subject, how has the online virtual schooling been for him? It's not as good as being in person but for him he cannot wear a mask because of his sensory issues and I felt that it would be more safe for him to be here at home he can sometimes get a little bit upset with things that are displayed on the screen and it's more about control for him he likes to be in control of a lot of situations so if the video is playing to a speed that he doesn't like, that can be a trigger. It's hard with COVID. I never thought that 
we would be in this position. I can imagine it's hard for everybody, even without special needs, who wants to sit in front of a screen and learn like that. Some people it works, but it's not working for him as well as I thought. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. And uh, I do some coaching at a youth level for uh, uh, Premier League uh, Mites uh, here in the South Shore. And it's the same situation. It's, as they said, it's very difficult to stay focused on school when you're in your own element. You're in your room. You've got your stuff surrounding you. You've got, you know, your own, in, in most cases, their own toys, their own books, their own electronic devices. And trying to focus on a screen for, like you said, f uh, six hours a day. I mean, forget about it. Yeah, it's it's hard. And for him, it's not as long because it's preschool. But just they want them to go on uh, two 20-minute sessions with the uh, teacher and the other classmates. And he ends up wandering away to go play with a toy. Like you said, there's all our stuff here in ho at home, and I can't hide everything. So... It, it's really hard. Yeah, and, and and why should you have to hide everything he could be distracted by? I mean, yeah, it's it's a very difficult situation with the uh, with COVID happening for everybody, and I feel your struggle on that. I I really do. That is nothing short of a superhero effort that you and your family are putting forward to make sure all your kids and you have, you have other children that are I'm sure doing the same exact thing, trying to just get through day to day school and life. That's right. I have a 11-year-old daughter. She's in the fifth grade, and she's on for remote learning at home, too. And she's on much longer. Uh, it, it depends. It varies per day, but it can be anywhere from uh, four to five hours. They have a few breaks, but uh, it's hard for her. It's very different and not seeing her friends as much and things like that. I can understand, and uh, any opportunity to get out and socialize is a good one, but it's a difficult age to be uh, growing up in as a, as a young person right now. With all the changes, I, I'm just afraid that a lot of them are going to remember this as a, this is how it was for everybody kind of thing. I mean, we might I not know. know the damage this is doing to everybody for another 10, 20 years. You're right. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Hmm. One of those things, but hey, you know what? The show must go on, so... That's what we do. We pick up and we carry on. But we do want to say thank you for everything you do. That's absolutely, I mean, being a mom in general, one of the toughest jobs in the world. But it uh, sounds like you got a great handle on it and you got a great family backing you up. So I just want to say congratulations to you on that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad that I could be here to share my story and to give recognition to a business that went above and beyond for my son with special needs. Absolutely. And if you're just joining us on the program here, folks, we are talking about a good deed done by the KFC in Weymouth, right off Washington Street, we said, right? Yes. Yep. And their whole crew just above and beyond. And uh, I'm so glad you were able to get down there to the store the next day and just to say something to the management that was there. And uh, we did reach out here on the show. Haven't heard back from them yet, but we are looking forward to that so we can help get them their, their message out there as well because... It's just a good deed done, and there's just not many of them being done, so it's a pleasure to hear about it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Jay, go ahead. Amanda, it's been a pleasure uh, talking with you, and uh, I have a feeling this story is probably going to go viral because it's such a good uh, feel-good thing. 
And I just want you to remember us when you make it to the top. That we were <laughs> we were the first people to uh, to get in contact with you. That's Please. right. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys are great. I will not forget about you at all. Thank you. Uh, we will not forget about your story either. This is what we're here for: is bringing the communities together and keeping the truth alive. And the truth is. Good deeds last forever, folks. I hope you had your pen out, your recorder on. Is that some life lesson you can take to the bank? I'm not sure how you're going to cash it, but it is true. Well, we all have fun. It's all, it's all about the fun. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda, thank you so much for joining us here on The People's Truth, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you. You guys as well. Thank you so much. There she is, Amanda Salazar and her family, her son, Mateo. We want to say a shout out to him and the whole family. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to 95.9 FM WATD. Final quarter coming up when we return right after a word from our sponsors. That's right. It's the people's truth. 95.9 WATD. There's a lot of people here to see us tonight, Ben. Oh, yes, that's right. And they spent their own money to get here. They sure did. So let's they, give them a show. They came here to see the Chiefs. Love is good. The toughest team in the Federal League. Jay's hitting his groove here, folks. I just can't say no to him. Mm. We're listening to Maxine Nightingale here, right back where we started from here on WATD. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. What are you doing to the bus? Making it look mean. Oh, one of the best movies ever. Slapshot, Paul Newman. If you haven't seen it, educate yourself, folks. They brought their toys with them. Benny Rabbi here alongside Jay, and we were talking to Amanda Salazar, telling us a story of how her and her family went down to the Weymouth KFC right off Washington Street, and they experienced a good deed. And uh, Jay, I think we had a great conversation, and it was very enlightening to hear some of the different points, because quite frankly, I wouldn't have thought of those kinds of things. And I feel that pain of being in a drive through and knowing, oh man, there's people behind me, I gotta get this done, but this is gonna be a rough one. And getting through it as easy as possible, that was an amazing good deed right there. And as a caregiver and as a parent, I mean, we can relate to these kinds of things, Jay. No, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, uh, raising toddlers is tough enough. Uh, autism just throws such a huge monkey wrench into the cog that just any little nice thing like that, it's that's not a big thing, Ben to just use a different packaging. But, yeah, I mean, some of these places might be like, well, you know, they count uh, how many KFC buckets that we have, and if the uh, till isn't right at the end, then I'm going to get fired. It's, you know, Two words. a lot of this bureaucratic stuff like that. But it's just nice, you know? It's not a hard thing to do, and it's just cool. I don't know. It is. It's exactly the word to use. It's cool. Good job, Jay. Thank you. That was beautiful. Well placed. Uh, <laughs> and here I thought I had the soundboard for the sound effects. I, I bring my own. I uh, Beat me to the punch, buddy. Got on you. <laughs> well, it was great either way to have her on and share that story. And we uh, have some open lines if anybody still would like to call in. 781-837-4900. Otherwise, we are just having a good time talking about some of our favorite places. And we talked about it a week or so ago with uh, Adam Clancy when he called in to talk about the all-new podcast that's taken over the airwaves, Jake. The Causeway Kings. 
And, uh, of course, I am featured on that show as well, along with my, uh, my trusty sidekicks, Adam Clancy and Anthony Chickasola, talking everything hockey. And there's a lot of hockey to be had. Check you that out. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Check it out. Causeway Kings 33. Just do a search. Any old engine will do. And it'll point you in all the directions. You can catch that on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, TuneIn, Alexa, all of it. It's all available. So still give a little happy plug to that because that has been a wonderful show. And Jay, I know you're waiting for your, mer- your merchandise still. We got some t-shirts coming. They're looking <sighs> sharp. I gotta have the swag. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. People's Truth Swag coming pretty soon, too, by the way. Jeez, Ben. You know, I think the last live hockey that I saw, do you remember uh, before the Stanley Cup game, you and I went to that scrimmage at the Garden? That's right. They had an open practice. Yeah. Before game one of the finals. So, uh, yeah, you might not remember it. It was a few years ago, but the Bruins wrapped up their series relatively early. And they had to wait for St. Louis, who went to Game 7, I believe. And there was did. almost two weeks uh, between the games for the Bruins. So they put on a, a scrimmage. They sold tickets at the Garden. I think it sold out, didn't it? It did. There were free tickets. And you were the one that jumped on it. No, them. it wasn't free. Like It was oh. It was still, you had to pay a little bit. But, uh, oh, I thought it was free. What a... That was just one of the craziest nights. Because the Garden was completely packed. Um, they only opened about a third of the concessions. There was no security. Like, we bought balcony seats and then snuck down pretty much almost on the glass. We were close. We did. We got all the way down there. I remember that. People were yelling at us, and we just yelled back. And they seemed to accept that as an answer. So, I mean, it worked. I said, what, are you going to get a security guard? There's no one here. This is lawless. I mean, oh, yeah. There was nothing open. There was no drinks. There was no food. There was... No, there was, like, there were certain things. Because I remember I had a beer. Oh, oh, geez. What do I remember? <laughs> you know, Jay, it was very strange because we did that, and then I was also at the last home game at TD Garden before COVID shut everything down because they played Tampa, and then they went the next night around to go play Philly at Philly. Yeah. And it was I remember it because that was the case. So we went to the Fours before it closed its doors forever. <sighs> And they were so confused. They weren't sure what was going on. Bar was packed. Everything was packed. But no tables were open. They had like three things available. And it was a matter of, look, I just came here for some food before the game. They said, well, you can take it to go. It's the best we can do. Yeah. So, buffalo mac and cheese I got. And in the streets of Causeway, did I feast. And uh, it was really awkward. But you know what? I'm glad I did because it's the last time anything like that will ever happen. And we talked about it a little bit on Causeway Kings, but that was a magical night. Even though they lost to Tampa Bay, well, it was the last home game. Yeah. It really was, and that's a wild thought. Glad to see fans can be coming back to the uh, to TD Garden pretty soon. Looks like late March is the uh, the target for that. What happened? The other night, there was fans in the uh, in the garden the other night. Yeah, they've they've been literally just tossing in like twenty five people or, or whatever it was. It's a really small amount. Okay, it wasn't even enough to count as attendance because yeah. it was just barely enough to scatter the boards. I was really confused because they announced that you know they were gonna bring fans back in, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like on Instagram, they were like, "Hey, there's fans in the building." I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." <laughs> they might have also just been crew members. And That's kind of what I thought because, like you said, it wasn't very; it was very sparsely uh, yeah. populated. But there were people in the stands having a good time. And you know what? Those lucky few, 
I say congratulations. Here's a quarter and take that thing downtown and have a rat nard off your face. <laughs> That's what I say. Uncle Buck reference of the day. Can't have a good show without one. Ever heard of an oil change? <laughs> Ever hear of a ritual killing? Wow. What a great flick. Oh, man, they just don't make movies or actors like that anymore. I tell you, Jay. I tell you. <laughs> Fun times here on The People's Truth. And if you've missed any past episodes, you can absolutely find us on Spotify. You can go to Podbean and check us out there. We're on Facebook. Find all Benny Rabbi, and you'll find The People's Truth Facebook page. Uh, where else are we? WMEX, don't forget that. The all-new 1510. You can catch me Monday through Friday from 2 o'clock to 4.30 p.m. following the Halls of Justice. He is uh, taking your instant requests. We do. We do instant. You say it, we play it. And I, for one, couldn't get enough of it if I tried. In just under three hours on air today, roughly 12 phone calls. And each one of them, so appreciated to be heard and to have their request played. And, you know, I'm a DJ of the people for the people, and that's what it's all about. I am just the humble middleman. It's all about you people and you listeners, and I am here for you. Jay, when are you going to call and get a request going? I thought I, I did a while ago. I meant to uh, tune you in today. I was in the car, I think, just about as you were signing off. And uh, I don't know why I, I didn't tune over. To, to catch the end of your show. That's okay. You thought about it. That's what's important. I did. I thought about it. You know, And that was just today. Jay is an avid listener of all of our shows here because he's gotten himself quite involved in the airwaves, and I appreciate having him. It's, it's very much more fun to have a partner here to bounce things off of, and even uh, some other mentors that I've had have said the same thing. So good to have you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. WATD coming up on just the last couple of minutes here, and... I want to say thank you to our great listeners and to everybody that has reached out. And I do, I've gotten a, a lot of feedback, uh, but more of it in person than anywhere else, just saying, hey, love the show and thanks for doing what you're doing just to help get the info out there. Even if it's not good info, it's still great to hear about it. <laughs> just, it's still good info. Don't worry. Oh, boy. Say, Jay. Ben, what's coming up on the rest of the night on WATD? The rest of the night, you're just going to have some amazing music flowing all the way through until 5 a.m. Actually, no, later tonight, this morning, tomorrow morning, after midnight, however you want to call it, Stronghold Radio, Danny Mace. Now, there is a show. Folks, if you're up that late with the rest of us who just can't get through a night's sleep, well, that is the way to rock and roll. And uh, when I say rock and roll, I mean like some serious 80s, 90s, into the 2000s, and they really take it. And uh, she does a great job overnight here at WATD. 1 a.m. that show starts, takes it all the way to 5, and then you shall have the South Shore's morning news with Rob Hackla, Lisa Azizian. Sounds like your night's all planned out. Oh, yes. Lucky you, radio listeners. Oh, yes, indeedy do. Jay, thank you so much for coming down, as always, and we always appreciate having you, buddy. Uh, I'd be down here anytime. Anytime. And there it is. The man, the myth, the legend himself. Jake Crombie here alongside your host, Benny Rabbi. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been real. It's been fun. Heck, it's been really fun. Always a pleasure, and you take care. We will catch you next week, but man, keep that radio on. Good times rolling. It don't matter. To see in the world, go out, spread forth, 
be good unto you and unto others. Don't drive your car in Chappaquiddick. You better Chappaquiddick right now. Good night. Good luck. W-A-T-D. People's Truth.